Hello all and welcome back to Showgirls, the show where Ollie and I watch terrible, terrible reality television and report back to you. Hello everyone, did you miss us? Yeah, it's been a little bit, not as long as it has been. No, we've definitely left you hanging longer. Yes, well, the good news is though, one of the reasons that we've left you hanging is that Gym Gals has officially launched. Hooray! Yay! So, yes, it's available on iTunes or however you're listening to us now. It is now available on that as well. Just search Gym Gals. Uh, first episode is pretty dang good, if I do say so myself. Yes, it's much more professional. Yes, it is a little <laughs> echoey, but to be fair, we were recording it in a distillery uh but it'll probably still sound better than this one because i forgot the mic adapter today so we're using my boyfriend's gaming microphone so yes it will probably sound not as good as normal but that's okay that's why you love us for all the diy (laughs) speaking of diy (laughs) So, today, we haven't done one of these for a while. We're doing a contrast and compare. Yes. Um, it was initially just going to be Vanilla Ice Goes Amish. Yes. Uh, which, the premise of that show is Vanilla Ice goes into the Amish community and helps them renovate. And that was yep. so boring that we didn't actually realise <laughs> we were watching it on double speed till about two-thirds of the show was over. Uh, and then someone spoke, and they sounded like a chipmunk, whereas Vanilla Ice had sounded normal the whole time. <laughs> so who knows what his voice really sounds like, but it is horrifying. It must sound like in slow motion. Like, he just must be cooked the whole time. Yes. So, yeah, that show was so... Pretty much, we were just on a scavenger hunt today to try and find a show that was worth talking about. So we started off with Vanilla Ice, and that was terrible. And then we went to Cyrus versus Cyrus. In which Miley Cyrus's mother and Miley Cyrus's sister Brandy, not Noah, so not the famous Cyrus, are both interior designers and they go around Nashville pitching ideas to their friends and whoever wins uh, gets to be the head designer and they both work together to interior design a house. Not the most riveting show we've ever experienced, but still more of a show than Vanilla Ice Goes On. It was fine, but it really took, like... It was fine, but the joy was somewhat sucked out of it when instead of them vaguely describing an idea and then the couple kind of taking a gamble and, like, seeing if what each Cyrus had proposed would turn out, they had full-on renderings. Like, it was just a drawing of what the room would look like done on top of a photo of what the room already was. So there was no surprises coming. No. It looked exactly like the images in the end. And it was such simple stuff. It's not like Grand Designs where you've got that little animation feature at the beginning and then building and all sorts of things, like, you know, turn it into something completely different. It was just, here's a photo of what I will do, and if you choose me, I'll do that. And then they went, you, and then they're like, okay, I will make that photo become a reality. And she sure did. And, yeah, you know, they try and be funny. They bring up Miley and Billy Ray every so often. While we were watching it... I we got nostalgic. We got nostalgic. I mentioned to Jess, oh, I recently saw a BuzzFeed article where they talked about the changing rooms, rooms that just did not cut it in today's design society. Today's, yesterday's, any days, any really. Any days when it was made. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they got us, that, is, that took us down a rabbit hole of changing rooms. Remember changing rooms? was on all the time. 
Well, it's about the 17 seasons, which means they had to have two or three seasons a year. Yes. Between 96 and 2004. And that's the third show that we're watching. Mm. We actually ended up watching Changing Rooms. It turns out a lot of it is on YouTube now. Mm. Yeah, go check that out. We were watching the British version, which I hadn't really seen much of, uh, to be honest. I was mostly into the Australian stuff as a kid. And I think we should watch the Australian one as well. Yes, definitely. Just for a quick contrast and compare. Absolutely. So with that, uh, today we have a signature cocktail. Uh, doing a vanilla ice show, we couldn't miss out on doing a vanilla cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hurriedly Googled them when Jess got here because <laughs> I hadn't thought about it too much. Um, and what we have here is a cocktail um, that is <laughs> You called... don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go through my phone internet and find the name. Oh, oh, we're not scattered. You're scattered. <laughs> yeah, you've cooked it, mate. Not me. <laughs> um, so I can't find the name of it, but I'm gonna. Go... <laughs> it's gin. It's vanilla. It's also. It's vanilla ice. Vanilla ice, yes. Vanilla ice, baby. There we go. It's also got what ginger beer in it and a vanilla bean simple syrup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a squeeze of lime, some gin. And there you have it. So, yes. cheers. Mmm. It's nice and refreshing. It is refreshing. The ginger beer is quite prominent. It is. It, it is. is. What we have is a DIY fest, and we have DIY to cocktail, so it still fits, even though it was clearly a cocktail that we designed based around vanilla ice, which is probably the thing we will speak about least. Yes, because it was very boring. It was very, very dull. I was reading up on it a little bit on Wikipedia. Vanilla Ice had a DIY show because that's what he does now. He's super into DIY. And I think that kind of failed. So to get more bums on seats in 2013, they just came up with the most ridiculous premise ever. And I thought I was going to watch like To Richard for Poorer or The Simple Life or something yes. like that. I thought I was going to watch a spoiled celebrity suffer in a different environment. That would have been a better show. It really would have been, but instead he just comes in and gives these people kind of, like, he, he literally did an episode where it was like, pimp my ride, but for their buggies, like. Yeah, pimp my buggy. <laughs> I like to imagine that the whole thing was, we put a PS1 in the front and we put some flames on it, <laughs> but it's okay because the PS1 is wind powered. Yeah, exactly. It's fine by Amish standards. And to be fair, I know very little about the Amish community aside from what popular culture has supplied to me. But this show was essentially barn building with the Amish, buggies with the Amish, uh, knitting hats and dresses <laughs> with the Amish, but with vanilla ice on the side going, whoa! That's crazy, man. And then being like, look what I did to your room. I covered it in fucking frangipanis. Yeah, he really would have gone off in, like, the Red Hill kind of area in Australia. Oh, yeah, no, he'd, he'd go down, like, a house on fire here. Um. <laughs> or a barn. <laughs> oh, tis a good barn, but tis no pool. <laughs> Jess did say to me at one point, oh, wow, you know, vanilla ice looks really good, but I did point out to her that he does just have one tiny portion of facial hair on his chin and that if you were to remove that his face would literally disintegrate it wasn't a soul patch it was like a like break here 
to it escape was, kind of patch. Yeah. It's like, pull Break this. Break glass in case of emergency. <laughs> Rip this off. And you'll just become a flotation device. It becomes a life raft. <laughs> I will get your army family to safety when the flood comes and you can't fit on Noah's Ark. Yeah. Well, he's not that old. Like, he made an embarrassing younger career with the whole Go Ninja Ghost. It's, yeah, it's it's insane that he exists and it's insane that he's using his infamy to build decks around Amish people's houses. Yes. It's so strange. And also, yeah, I don't think these Amish people are very strict, though. They were, like, way too colourful and way too... Yes, please put a generator in my house. It's okay, because you're... So I feel as though... You know how the Amish, at least according to the reality television I watch, uh, have that year where they get to run yes. away and like join the rest of society for a bit and decide if they want to continue to be Amish. There is totally a word for it, and I don't know it, so I'm yes. going to say when they go back wild. Yep. <laughs> when they go walkabout. Oh, it might actually be called walkabout. I don't think it's called Walkabout. No, it's probably not. No, there's like a name for it that is like the the, the sort of Danish-based language that they use yes. as far as I know. Yay, ignorance. <laughs> we could Google it, but we're not, we're not gonna. gonna. Well, then there would be the trouble of pronouncing it, which I'm not comfortable with either. That's true. So I, what I think is that this show is entirely based on the kids who, when they went for their year into, uh, into average society, he must have been popular enough that they still remember him 20 years down the road. So it's just like, ah, English. It's your, it's everyone's favorite celebrity. Like maybe to the Amish community who came into the world when he was popular, he is still a huge figurehead for them. Like, I still think they don't know who he is. Yes, there There's is a chance that. that they're just like, is that Barry Manilow? <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I don't know who he is. But I do like the new barn. <laughs> <laughs> the new barn has flames painted on it. <laughs> we are the envy of the entire neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did go along with some people to buy a horse and was going on about how them buying this horse was like someone else buying a really expensive car. And I'm like, yep, those are comparable modes of transportation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, instead of buying this dress... They're buying pants. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Same, same. Different, but same. That's really about as deep as the show got. We, yeah, I cannot believe we had it on double speed oh the my entire God. time and, and didn't notice. And it was notice. still really boring. It was just really bad. And of course it was in like one of those cheap rips on YouTube where it was surrounded French. by a, it was framed by a barn funnily enough. It said <laughs> the name of the show Vanilla Ice Goes Amish just in case you were going to forget. Which you could have because it was so boring. You actually probably could just have a lapse in time and then be like, wait, where am I? What is happening? What am I doing? What am I watching? Oh, thank God they've written it. Vanilla Ice Goes Amish. <laughs> I haven't lost my footing in society. <laughs> And then your eyes just glaze over and you become one with the television again. Then all of a sudden you too have a dark soul patch. (laughs) (laughs) We've just written our first Black Mirror episode. (laughs) Yes. We are interested if you're out there, Netflix, and you want to give us a go at writing. We'll do it. You won't regret it. You will regret it. But that's fine. You probably have enough money. Hey, in my experience, people will watch anything if you slap the name Black Mirror on top of it. So 
considering most of their episodes, <laughs> we what would be the difference? We could just rip an episode off YouTube and then change the name in the frame to Black Mirror. <laughs> and people would not question it. Maybe just, like, do the reverse reflection thing, though, that yeah. they do on YouTube. That's great. Spanish dub. <laughs> no, no, we need, like, Russian dub, like, mm-hmm. real heavy, like, deep down Chechnyan dub. Let's move on to Cyrus versus Cyrus. Yes. Which was more of a show. It was an actual show. It, it wasn't was. just watching footage of people making Putting a bar. Up a bar. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically just an Ikea commercial. <laughs> it was like well-edited home movies from the 90s. Yes. But Cyrus vs. Cyrus at least has that Bravo reality television sort of shine to it. They had a camera in the car. And there were planned terrible jokes. Like there's a giant box in the living room so... Baby Cyrus gets in the box and waits for Mama Cyrus to come to the room and then jumps out. Oh, she does a scary. Oh. It would have been really, really good if it was Rob Lowe and his sons and they jumped out of the box. I think I just dislike anyone else pranking that isn't Rob Lowe and his sons now because it's like, well, it's just not as charming, is it? <laughs> good try, but you're not <laughs> Rob Lowe and you're never going to be. And you're not looking for spooky things that makes me sad. I just, I just want to, I'm always chasing that joy that I had in the low files now. <laughs> the low files was the high point of my entire year. <laughs> <laughs> 2017 was rough, but we had Rob Lowe. We had Rob Lowe, it was so good. Yeah, so the episode we watched, they meet a couple that have just moved to Nashville from L.A., who I suspect are insect alien beings that don't quite fit into their skin suit. Their skin was stretched in weird places yeah. that just made you think, that ain't your skin. I was waiting for the insects to come out and I was like, now this is a show I can really get into. <laughs> I would totally watch a show with Billy Ray Cyrus and his family are the last people on earth. I think that would be great. And everyone else is lizard people? Yes. Oh my god, and it's like the Truman Show and the Cyruses don't know that they're the only people left on Earth. And so everyone else watching at home and in the show are lizard people just like, oh my god, they still haven't figured it out. Is that not, like, kind of in reverse what's already happening with that family? Like they, Well, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't realise that we're not lizard people. <laughs> and that they are. <laughs> Old Salamander Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. How is there less to talk about? <laughs> I mean, look, uh, if you like design and you don't want to think and you like that someone is related to a genuine celebrity, this is the show for you. If you want a mother and daughter to just compete about who has the best idea but still get paid the same either way. <laughs> yeah. If you want to feel poor. This is a show for you. Oh, yeah. Houses that... are huge. And they're like, oh. yeah, we're just going to spend 50000 on the lounge. Like, okay, that's my whole salary for the year. Fuck you. <laughs> it <laughs> really <laughs> is, right? No, it actually oh, my... is. No, no, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Less than for me. <laughs> and that's American dollars as well. Oh, so that's God. like, that's probably clo- way closer to 100000 just on but making. Pre-Trump. It would have been. I think we're pretty close now. I think it's still like, like 76. 75. Yeah, yeah, 75, 76. Um, so this show really just made us reflect on how poor we are. <laughs> As almost everything does these days. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I'm on a slight break from work, so I definitely feel rather poor. 
we can have a cooking show called Gruel Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just us being poor and eating gruel. <laughs> eating chewed up gym mattresses. And like, having Tommy Wiseau-like Eastern European accent. <laughs> it's not a little offensive. I feel like yes, it's probably. a little offensive, yeah. We've already gone off to Chechnya. I think we need to step back. <laughs> we need to move out of here. But yeah, no, I guess that's really all there is to say about the show. I thought there might be more, but there's not. No. no. So then, um... Changing rooms. Changing rooms. Everyone's favorite you can watch it with mum after the simpsons is finished but before the news begins programming yes <laughs> i have fond memories that really took me back into sitting in the family lounge in 90s small town new zealand and we also had fish and chips and we ate it out of the paper which was also just like we used to eat in my family when i was a child yeah me too this is a super nostalgic little evening just there yeah um i don't think i really had seen any of the british one but i do remember the name handy andy so i feel like the australians had a, everyone had a handy andy handy andy essentially the guy who knows how, how to build shit and is not just a pretentious artsy type pretending they know something about interior design yes um, <laughs> so, changing rooms. This twat in a terrible tan leather jacket goes to two people's homes and makes one pair go into one home and the other pair go into the opposite home. And then they're in charge of renovating a room. Except they're not, because they're usually teamed with a designer who has their own vision and your vision be damned. I thought it was, yeah, just hilarious. So they come in and she's just like, hey, we, like, we think for our friends in their lounge room, they're like a rustic sort of cottage feel, but they're not super into floral. And this woman goes, I don't do that. Here is a completely floral contemporary design and when I say contemporary I mean what anyone's mum could do with some pastel paints uh if they were ripping off an Ikea photo yes. every time this woman was just like hey you know I know my friends they won't like this this woman was just like no no they don't know what they like they like this your idea is stupid and mine's excellent because I'm an artist and I have a vision it's just so patronizing I, I get it if you don't understand the brief or you're you know kind of scared of taking yes. a risk but this was just flat out no, they do not like this specific thing that you were putting yes, around the house. Yes, literally making a room that they will hate forever. Um, the one thing that I did like, though, was the first thing they did in this room was pull up the carpet, and there was a gorgeous hardwood floor, which I'm all about. Yeah, absolute dream. It should not be that hard to orchestrate a room around a gorgeous hardwood floor. Unfortunately, the rest of the room was disgusting, and it probably could have been burnt to the ground. I just love their obsession with, like, badly painted MDF and, yes. like... Getting photos of flowers and... Uh, stapling upholstery over cushions. Stapling, stapling upholstery onto things is yes. such a fetish for these people. And I get that usually that's a way to make something cheap look way more expensive quite quickly. But once you've learnt all the tricks, it just all looks the same. Particularly if the people doing it, who are these poor people's friends who have been made slaves to this horrible woman with a vision. Crazy designer. <laughs> Even and our just... terrible sex pest of a host said she's mad. And I agree. I also think he's mad though, and I'm scared of him. Yeah, he kind of looks like the 90s version of Austin Powers, but Austin Powers at a party in Zoolander. Yes. Is that too many references? No, Is that, I... yeah. Also a bit like Steve Coogan's character in 24 Hour Party People. 
Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They would be friends. They would get along well. Yes. Um. So basically someone who does a lot of coke and likes your daughter who's 16. <laughs> a British sex pest. And oh, he was, a, he was a shoulder toucher and a half. He touched everybody's shoulders. Touched everyone. More and then one dude did. put his hand on his shoulder. He was just like, oh, steady on, mate. Oh, it's just no like, homo. I'm sorry, you've touched every woman yes. in your vicinity in every frame I've seen you in. Oh, there was this really uncomfortable moment where he was introducing the show and just like lies on the bed and the camera's sort of swirling around him and he's oh. just looking up at it, just being... Jess and I were like, zoom out, zoom out. Oh, God, why are you getting closer? <laughs> Don't get on their bed. That's their bed. That's where they sleep. That's where, that's where they make their memories. And you were soiling it with your sleazy ham legs. Oh, he probably left hair gel. There's just like uh. a body impression in hair gel. <laughs> so repulsive. So, yeah, there was the, the episode, the first episode that we watched had uh, a couple that were a uh, romantic couple. And they were leaving their bedroom in the hands of their neighbour and her daughter. And the neighbour and daughter were leaving their lounge room in the couple's hands. Yeah. And mostly it was people bitching at each other and changing rooms from one shade of blue to another. The the bedroom, they wanted a, a Mediterranean feel and they'd gone for the wrong blue that actually wasn't too bad. They painted It's pretty like, cheesy. I feel like anything that's not actually in the Mediterranean that is yeah. painted Mediterranean is kind of tacky. They put a seascape on a wardrobe door with acrylic paint. Um, it's not so much that that can't look good, but it is actually impossible to make it look decent in a day. Yeah. At least they didn't get glue and real sand from the beach to try and make an authentic feel because I made many paintings like that in the 90s where you would go and like collect driftwood and sand and yeah. then stick it to your painting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my parents still have some of those. I'm sorry, mum and dad, you can throw them out. <laughs> I was actually over at my parents' place today doing some clearing up stuff before they move and they showed me this bunch of paintings that I had done when I was a teenager and asked me if I wanted them and I was like, oh, I best take a photo of them and then turf them. Uh, and there was one in particular where mum was just like, oh, we're really sentimental about this one. I very much like this one. And I was just like, mum, do you realise, do, do you remember just how cruel you were about this painting when it was first painted? <laughs> like, I know you're sentimental because it's been in your house for over a decade and you've just been looking at it. But I remember finishing it off and being like, so what do you think? And her going, it's not your best. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> I know. You fucking keep it then. My mum's too supportive. She's framed one of my like kitchenware still lifes from high school. <laughs> she really, really liked the shadowing that I put on the potato masher. Nice! Oh. Yes. yes, and there's some inexplicable beading around it. Beating? Beading. Oh beading. Yes. I, I was just very... like an egg beater, like some inexplicable no. egg beaters. Beading. I got very, very creative in my high school art years. Well, you you gotta do it. Yep. Uh. <laughs> I I had although the, I destroyed this years ago, but uh, one of my year twelve art pieces was a giant piece of clear perspex that I made a stained glass window on one side of with just acrylic paint that was Virgin Mary and Jesus, but Jesus was Ronald McDonald. Ooh. <laughs> Very I thought controversial. I was very You're controversial. saying a lot. There's I a know. lot of subtext there. 
I may have just watched a Michael Moore documentary and lifted that think. directly out of there. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, oh, Michael Moore makes me physically uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's there for. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, was, it was actually really fun diving back into changing rooms after so many years and just seeing how ugly everything really, really was. But at the time, I think I was like... Oh, wow, that room looks amazing. Mum, maybe we should do my room like that. That'd be nice. No. I remember thinking most of it was revolting, but the way people were reacting made me think that maybe I was wrong. Like, maybe it was just me being insane. Oh, it's really cool. Such a freshen up of the room. Oh, I really like it. Mm. Though... As much as people were very enthusiastic, we did read up on some of some of the greater blunders that happened over changing rooms. Yes. People hating what they <laughs> had gotten back. One of my favourite stories that one of my old housemates used to tell me about all the time was an episode where they found the tiniest patch of cow pattern fabric and said, well, she loves cows, obviously, let's theme the whole room around it. So they made a cow-themed room with a lot of cow pattern, like, bedspreads, and they put down AstroTurf so it would be like she was a cow in a field. I guess she could <laughs> graze in her own room. And apparently her reaction was just, I don't like cows, and I'm allergic to the AstroTurf. That's <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Oh, there was one that I really want to watch the footage of, uh... They'd made this, like, freestanding shelf system, so just, like, planks of wood held up by string in the middle of this room. And the people whose house it was had this, like, priceless teapot collection. So they stack all these teapots on this (laughs) bits of planks of wood hung up by a string. The floating shelf. The floating shelf. And then put too many books on it. And, of course, it fucking collapsed. Like, not one teapot was spared. It was just (laughs) decimated by this floating shelf system. It is so good because the designer's face is just like, why I really fucked that one up. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, it's completely my fault and I have to go across the way and explain to these people (laughs) that have cost them thousands of dollars. Oh, God, it was beautiful. I really do... Okay, so they they give you some insight into how much things cost where it's just like, oh, I found those on the side of the road and I decoupaged them and that probably cost about £12. But I really want to know... Okay, so there's the price it takes to make the room look the way it does in the end, but I want to know the price it is to fix it after they've left. like To put it back into a working room. Yeah, or just get rid of the MDF or hire the skip that it would take to yes. get rid of some of the shit that they put in these rooms. Oh. It also just reminded me of like the one art project that everyone in New Zealand did in primary school, which was make a macaroni frame. Mm. Where you would put macaroni around the cardboard and then gold spray paint it and put a shitty painting in the middle. Oh yeah, we did that as well. Yeah. It was great. We should do that soon. My cousin did once make me a a birthday card that I really, really loved where she glued actual lollies onto a card for me and then spray painted it. She might have have just sprayed it with glue or hairspray or something, but, you know, they stayed fine and intact. So I just had this lolly card for years and it was really cute. I feel like that might be it for changing rooms. I don't know if I have 
anything else to say on it. We really tried, guys. We, yeah, we, were, did. we, were, we were on the search for a show. How, how could we have known that Vanilla Ice Goes Amish would have been such a bust? And Cyrus versus Cyrus, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. Both utter, utter busts. Uh, and Maybe had it been Billy Ray versus Miley Cyrus, there might have been more to watch. Just a little bit more tension. Like, yeah. You know. Anything, really. Any kind of drama. Not, suspense oh, no, anything. we've gone over budget with a pergola. But I guess we're all millionaires, so it's not really an issue. <laughs> like, oh. And it's because there is that cliche of the the sort of like housewife or house husband who has nothing to do during the day, so they become an interior designer and end up spending their partner's money yes. willy nilly just so they can get their friends like the best sort of deals and everything. To see that in a show should be more interesting than it is but it really isn't no there wasn't a lot to go by there and changing rooms was really fun and i did really thoroughly enjoy it and i would watch more but it still wasn't that much to talk about no it was like nostalgic and i enjoyed doing it and i hope you guys enjoyed listening about it but you know the premise you know where it's going you've seen an episode of changing rooms you've seen them all really yeah, it doesn't challenge you really in it, any way. Maybe your taste. Well, like you know, the, and also it's really hard to describe just how ugly these things are. Mm. We're not really that eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We're both very eloquent women. Yes, that's why we have a podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it might be time to rip off our soul patches and become furniture. <laughs> I'm ready to become a life raft. Yes, I think that is the best use for my my lumpy body right now. Wait until I've disembarked and then inflate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us. Um, As we mentioned, our new podcast, Gin Gals, is available under that name on iTunes and whatever podcast app you so choose to use. Yes, please do give us a listen and rate, review, and subscribe. Um, Please also do the same for this podcast. Yes, yes, and please do follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr at showgals podcast if you want to send us an email it's showgals podcast at gmail.com also if you have any ideas for shows that you really want us to watch please send them to us on facebook or via email we'd be really interested to hear what you want it to... would be really good to have a reason mm. to keep watching a show <laughs> yes. yes please if you want to be a guest just give us an email uh the criteria is really not that rough for us to pick someone as a co-host so if that's been a dream of yours, get typing. Woo! With that, goodbye, Mom. Bye, Mom. Ice, ice, baby. Bung, bung, bum, 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 bum,